0: As-salamu alayka zayna la-anbiya As-salamu alayka zayna la-anbiya As-salamu alayka zayna la-anbiya Inna alhamda lillah Hamdan yuwaafi ni'amahu wa yukaafi'u mazidah Allahumma laka alhamdu hatta tar'da Wala kalhamdu iza radit Wala kalhamdu ba'da rida Wa nashhadu an la ilaha illa allahu wahdahu la sharika lah ونشهد أن سيدنا ونبينا وقرة أعيننا ونور قلوبنا محمداً عبده ورسوله اللهم صلِّ وسلِّم وبارِك وكرِّم على عبدك المصطفى سيدنا محمد وعلى آله الأطهار وأصحابه الأخيار ومن تبعهم بإحسان وهدى إلى يوم الدين وعلينا معهم وفيهم برحمتك يا أرحم الراحمين أما بعد فيا عباد الله إني أوصيكم وإيايا بتقوى الله لا إله إلا الله تقوى الله الذي لا يقبل غيرها ولا يرحم إلا أهلها وَلَا يُثِيبُ إِلَّا عَلَيْهَا وَأَحْسِنُوا يَرْحَمُكُمُ اللَّهِ إِنَّ رَحْمَةَ اللَّهِ قَرِيبٌ مِّنَ الْمُحْسِنِينَ All praise belongs to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The all-knowing, the all-wise, the most merciful, the one who brings ease after hardship, jalla jalaluh, the one who sent his beloved sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa wa sallam, the one whose character he made exalted subhanahu wa ta'ala, the one who was praised throughout the Qur'an, the one who came with complete guidance to take us out of the darkness into the light and to take us from distance from Allah to nearness to Allah, and the one who sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa wa sallam guided us to every good. We bear witness that there is nothing worthy of worship except Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And we bear witness that his noble and beloved messenger, our master Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa ala alihi wa sallam is the final prophet and the seal of the prophets and messengers sallallahu alayhi wa ala alihi wa sallam. I remind myself and all of you to be mindful of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and that mindfulness of Allah, taqwa of Allah is the life of the hearts and it is the provision for the akhirah. it is the provision for the hereafter. We've been going over a series of khutbas looking at the words of the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa alihi inspired by the words of Imam al-Ghazali when he said that every single word from the words, from the ahadith of the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa is an ocean of knowledge. If someone truly pondered and reflected upon the words of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa they would continue to extract wisdom and knowledge till the end of their life. So we have to contemplate the words of the Messenger of Allah Sallallahu wa Wasallam, words that are full of light, full of life for the hearts and guidance for each and every one of us. And Imam Abu Dawud, he said, may Allah have mercy on him that I wrote 500,000 hadiths from Allah's Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, 4,000 of which were firmly established and authenticated. And he said, they all stem from four ahadith. And in some narrations, five ahadith. The last of which we are covering here is detached from the dunya and Allah will love you. The hadith is as follows. عَنْ سَهْلِ sa اللَّهُ قَالِ الله, عَلَى عَمَلٍ الناس الناس. On the authority of Sahel ibn Sad عنه, who said, A man came to the Messenger of Allah. This is a foundational hadith. This is a hadith that contains. Great amounts of guidance, and it really encompasses the meanings of many, many thousands of other hadith. Is found in this one hadith of the Messenger of Allah, sallallahu A man comes to the Prophet and says, "O Messenger of Allah, guide me to an action that, if I perform it, Allah will love me, and the people will love me." The Prophet ﷺ, he said, Detach from the world, have zuhud, from the dunya, detach from the world, and Allah will love you. Detach from what people have, and people will love you. This is narrated by Imams At tirmidhi and Ibn Majah. So, what does it mean to detach from the world? The scholars say detachment from the dunya is is that you leave aside its love. And if you look at one of the things of people of worldliness is they love to talk about how much they love the world. There is entire YouTube videos and TV shows just where people talk about the cars they have and the houses they have. None of which is going to follow them to the grave none of which is going to remain permanently whatsoever. But people love that. Let me show off what I have. And it starts to instill within people who look at that, that same kind of sentiment. A person becomes like the one that they accompany, the one that they spend time with. So if a person watches these people, naturally they start to think to themselves, oh, I must seek the same things. But then when you set aside its love, you realize there's greater things to be sought. There are more valuable things that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has offered me. And the ulama Imam al Ghazali says in his book on detachment on zuhud, he says that zuhud is leaving something less for something greater, something that is lesser for something that is greater. Which is why one of the Salihin who was righteous and he dedicated himself to Allah and he knew. What was really being offered to him. This man came to him who was kind of like a worldly man. He said, MashaAllah, you're such a Zahid. You've really, you've given up so much. And he said, no, you're the, a bigger Zahid than I am. You've given up more than I have. So said, what do you mean? He said, I've given up the dunya, but you gave up the akhirah. You gave up something that was greater. So in reality, when you understand Zuhid, then you realize that it's not difficult you're preferring what's better anyway. If someone gave, came and gave you food that was you knew wasn't tasty, and someone offered you something that was delicious, it wouldn't even be a challenge in your mind choosing between the two. With what, what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is offering us in comparison to this fleeting dunya is Uh, invaluable there's no comparison between the two so you leave aside its love and you don't really turn to amassing it and the way that you let go of the world is that you turn to the what is my grave going to look like how expansive will that be How much nur will there be in my grave? We're going to live in our graves longer than we're going to live in any houses that we can uh, uh, rent or buy. We're going to live in the grave for a much longer time, most likely. So we prepare for that. And we know that the grave is just the beginning of the Akhirah. And we know that the Akhirah is everlasting. So you let go of the dunya. You detach yourself from the dunya by understanding its reality. And by understanding what's being offered to you. And what's the result of that? The result of that is that the Akhirah is better anyway. But here the Messenger of Allah Sallallahu tells us something even greater than the Akhirah. Even greater than Paradise itself. Is Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala Rabbul the Lord of Majesty. The Lord of the lofty throne bestows His love upon you. You realize this virtue in your heart. You realize the reality of what Allah gives you. You follow the path of the Messenger of Allah. And you become beloved to Allah. The Prophet tells us in a hadith sahih. When Allah loves a servant, he calls out to Jibreel Jibreel. The, the, the angel of revelation, the greatest of all the angels, he calls out to him and he says, Ya Jibreel, inni uhibbu and fa'ahib. Oh Jibreel, I truly love so and so, so you love them as well. And Jibreel alayhi salam automatically loves them. Then Jibreel alayhi salam, he goes to the angels and the, the, those who uh, uh, reside in the heavenly realm and he says, Allah loves so and so, so you all love that person as well. And then they all love that person. And then that person has acceptance on the earth. No amount of followers on social media are going to give you that. All the fame in the world is not going to give you that. All the money in the world is not going to give you an atom of that. So when you are given Allah's love, just from this virtue of the heart, there is nothing greater. You Allah. Allah will love you. Adu Allah Because you've taken this enemy of Allah out of your heart. So Allah bestows his love on you. There's lines of poetry. Detachment is cutting off all created things. And realization is attaining realities. And true love is the love of a person whose heart is busied with the Lord of all creation. Which is why Imam al-Haddad, he said, I am focused on my beloved. I am so absorbed in my beloved that it has taken my attention away from everything else in, in, in existence. That this is how the people of Allah were and look at the belovedness that they had with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says in another hadith narrated by al-Bayhaqi That having detachment, detaching yourself from the world, it brings comfort to your heart and body. It brings comfort to your heart and body. You're rested. Your body and heart are at ease. And having hopes in the world, desiring the world, it increases your worries and your sadness. Worries and sadness. People talk about that all the time today. I'm just so worried. I feel down. People talk about depression and anxiety, which are more extreme forms of that but look at the wisdom of the words of the messenger of Allah sallallahu you let go of that your heart and your body are at ease imam al-haddad said commenting on this hadith that a person who detaches from the dunya finds rest in his heart because he's free of its worries oh this i'm not attached to that it doesn't bother me i'm not uh, uh, pulled down by the worries of the dunya and by being attached to it and loving it, he says he finds rest in his thoughts. He finds comfort and ease in his thinking, from being free of having to amass the world and protect it. If I get this, I gotta do that. You know, what if this happens to it? I gotta save this. What if that happens? And, and they start thinking about all the million things that could go wrong. Ah, uh, then their mind is not at ease. And Imam al-Haddad says, and he finds rest in his body from having to be weary in seeking and working for the world. I got to go, I got to wake up early, I got to go do this, so on and so forth. And people are just wearing themselves out. Even they're seeking the dunya, they don't even enjoy it. And then on the weekend, they have to drown out all of their sadness with things that only increase them in darkness. But the Prophet he gave us the way out. He gave us the cure, salawatullahi wa salamuhu alayhi. And they say that when a person, they have zuhd, when they have the access to the dunya, but they choose not to indulge in it. When they have access to the dunya, and they choose not to indulge in it, and they say that that is only attainable after a person's heart has been expanded, By the light of certitude. When you remember Allah and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala fills your heart with light. When you pray, when you're consistent in your ibadat, when you're consistent in your worship, when you read the Qur'an and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allows the Qur'an to pierce your heart and that light enters and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grants you a deeper level of certainty. It's easier then to turn away from the dunya and to realize what it's really all about. But when a person is tested and they have the chance to take more or to turn away from it, that's true zuhud. Someone once said to Sayyidina Abdullah ibn al-Mubarak anhu, wa rahimahullah, he said, Anta Zahid, ya Zahid. Oh, person who is an ascetic, person who has turned away from the world. And Sayyidina Abdullah ibn al-Mubarak who was actually very wealthy. But he didn't like praise and he wanted to turn people to something that would benefit them and not harm himself. He said the real Zahid is Umar ibn Abdul Aziz, who was the khalifa. He said when the world came subjugated to him, he left it and turned away from it. He says, as for me, what have I detached from? What have I turned away from? Even though he was very wealthy and he spent all of his wealth on the fuqara, he spent all of his wealth on the people of Allah, providing for them to go to hajj and for their gatherings of remembrance and so forth. But he wanted to say that that's the person who the whole dunya came to him against his will, and he uh, against uh, subjugated, and he turned away from it when he had the chance to take from it. رضي الله عنهم أجمعين. And they say about this virtue of detachment, which is really what the Prophet wasallam is informing us of, that this is the formula to attain love, to t- attain Allah's love. The, uh, the way that the first generations of this ummah were rectified, what made them the best generations of, of human beings on the face of the earth was through their detachment from the dunya and their certitude in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. As Sheikh Yahya was mentioning, people now, they're so blinded by the means. How did that happen? Okay, no, no, if this happens, then that happens, everything's going to work out this way. They think that the means are independent in and of themselves. Or something bad happens, oh, let me figure it out. Oh, it's because of this and that and the other. Oh, it's never going to happen to me. You have to look beyond all of that. When you have certitude, you realize Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala fa'alun lima yureed. Allah does whatever He wills. Jalla جل jalalu. And there's not an atom in existence that moves without His permission. Jalla جل jalalu. So the, the first generations of the Ummah, they became who they were through detachment and certitude. And then the statement goes on. And the destruction of. The last generations of the ummah occurs through miserliness and long hopes. One day, one day, one day I'll turn back to Allah. I have a lot of time. One day. That's not how you attain excellence. And you don't even know that you'll be given that day. And bukhul. What if, what if, what if. No, I got to hold on to this miserliness. Oh, no, but I need it more than the other and so forth. When you give, you trust in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And when you cut your, uh, uh, your sh- hopes short, you prepare to meet him. Jalla جل Jalalu. The second half of the hadith, the Prophet ﷺ then tells us, and what is after attaining Allah's love? What else really matters? But look at the man, he asked the question and the Prophet ﷺ gave him the answer. How do you attain people's love? He says, Wazhad Fima and النَّاسِ and detach from what people have, and in another narration, from what people possess, what's in their hands. A min al Detach yourself from wealth and status. Oh no, I want to be the I wanna be the most famous. I'm, and nowadays, because of the ways that technology, a lot of these technologies have tricked us into thinking. That being famous in and of itself is somehow a virtue. It's somehow something you should seek in and of itself. That's not the case. We have to be really careful of that. If we use it for good or we use it for permissible things, that's fine. But when it feeds into this uh, demonic desire to outdo others and to be more well-known, to be better than them, that's dangerous. Detach yourself from what people want of wealth. I don't need it, alhamdulillah, have what I need. Think about the blessings that you have other than a very small uh, uh, percentage of people who we should be helping and we should be supporting. Alhamdulillah, we're surviving. We have food on our table. We have food in our refrigerators. If we're even able to hear this khutbah, it means that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us immense blessings that some people don't have. So detach yourself from more, 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 more. There's a psychological study where they looked at silver medal winners, people who win the silver medal in the Olympics. The people who win the silver medal are less happy than people who win the bronze medal because they compare themselves to the gold medal winner. It could have been me. I should have been that person. Whereas the bronze is like, I'm happy I made it. I almost was in fourth place. I'm happy I got something. When you compare yourself to other people, they say when people get a raise at work, they'll be happy unless someone else got a higher raise than them that they see as a peer. You gave me a raise, alhamdulillah. What you gave him, what? How much? Ah. And then that starts to affect your perception of things. Look at how the nafs is. Detach yourself from that detach yourself from what people are chasing after, status and being the most popular and the most uh, attractive and all of that, you have greater things that you can seek with Allah, which is really adorning your inward reality, beautifying yourself inwardly, being someone who the awliya love, being someone who the angels love. That's what you should be thinking about. What people of dunya are worried about, don't worry about that. Let go. And what's the result? People will love you. (laughs) Allahumma salli alayhi. People will love you. People are chasing after that by competing with everyone else so they don't love them. You let go of that, people know this person I can trust. This is not someone who's out to undermine me. This is not someone who's attached to those lowly things that a lot of other people are attached to. So I love this person. I can trust this person. If I need something, I can ask them, and people will love you, and people will not seek to harm you, and people will, be not, uh, will not will not be out to get you, and so on and so forth. So look in this one sentence, one sentence from the Messenger of Allah sallallahu contains every possible perception of success. Allah subhanahu wa taala's love. Not that, you be, not that you, by doing so, you love Allah. No, even greater than that, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grants you His love. Grants you His love. Which is from Allah. Your love for Allah is limited by your limitations. His love for you is not limited. It's from Allah tabaraka wa ta'ala. And you get people's love. So you get the best of both worlds, as they say you get the best of the life of this world and the best of the akhirah and the greatest day is when we meet allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the state we ask allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for tawfiq wallahu yaqulu wa qawluhu al-haqqu al-mubin wa itha quri'a al-quran fastami'u lahu wa ansitu l'an lakum turhamun wa qala tabaraka wa ta'ala fa itha qara'ta al-quran fasta'ith billahi minash shaitani rrajim أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم إن الذين آمنوا وعملوا الصالحات أولئك هم خير البرية جزاؤهم عند ربهم جنات عدن تجري من تحتها الأنهار خالدين فيها أبدا رضي الله عنهم ورضوا عنه Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says the translation of which is Indeed those who believe and do righteous deeds They are the best of all humanity Their reward with their Lord will be gardens of eternity Under which rivers flow to stay there forever and ever Allah is pleased with them and they are pleased with him this is only for those who are in awe of their Lord, who have Khashyah of Allah Subhanahu wa Taala. Barakallahu li wa la kum fil Qur'an al-'Alim wa nafana bima fih man al-aa'yat wa al al-hakim wa ajara min khizhi wa adabhi al-alm. Iqoolu qauli hada wa istaghfir Allah al-'Alim li wa la wa li walidina wa li jami' al-Muslimin. Fa istaghfiru. Innuhu huwa al-Ghafur rahim Seek Allah's forgiveness. Indeed He is forgiving and merciful. إن الحمد لله، حمد وفي نعمه وكافي مزيده، اللهم صلِّ وسلِّم وبارك وكرم على عبدك المصطفى سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين. أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله، وأشهد أن سيدنا محمدًا عبده ورسوله. أما بعد، فيا عباد الله، إني أنصيكم ونفسي بتقوى الله، لا إله إلا الله. وأكثر من الصلاة والسلام على البشير النذير والسراج المنير سيدنا محمد فإن الله أمرنا بأمر بدأ فيه بنفسه وثن بالملائكة المسبحة بقدسه وآيها بالمؤمنين تعميما فقال مخبرا وآمرا لهم تكريما إن الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يَا أَيُّهَا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا صَلُّوا عَلَيْهِ وَسَلِّمُوا تسليما اللهم صلِّ وسلِّم وبارك على سيدنا محمد وعلى الخليفة من بعده المختار وصاحبه وأنيسه في الغار مؤازر رسول الله في حالي الساعة والضيق خليفة رسول الله سيدنا أبي بكر الصديق رضي الله عنه وعلى من نشر العدل في الآفاق فاشتهر الذي رفع الله له القدر فيما أنزل على خير البشر حليف المحراب أمير المؤمنين سيدنا عمر بن الخطاب رضي الله عنه وعلى الناصح لله في السر والإعلان من استحيت منه ملائكة الرحمن محي الليالي بتلاوة القرآن ذنورين أمير المؤمنين سيدنا عثمان بن عفا رضي الله عنه وعلى أخ النبي المصطفى وابن عمه، ووليه وباب مدينة علمه، إمام أهل المشارق والمغارب، أمير المؤمنين سيدنا علي بن أبي طالب رضي الله عنه، وعلى الحسن والحسين سيدي شباب أهل الجنة في الجنة، وريحانتي نبيك بنص السنة، وعلى أمهم الحورى فاطمة البتول الزهراء وعلى خديجة الكبرى وعائشة الرضى وأمها المؤمنين وعلى الحمزة والعباس وسائر أهل بيت نبيك الذي طهرتهم من الدنس والأرجاس وعلى أهل بدر وأهل أعود وأهل بيعة الرضوان وعلى سائر الصحب الأكرمين ومن تبعهم بهدى وإحسان إلى يوم الدين وعلينا معهم فيهم برحمتك يا أرحم الراحمين اللهم غفر والمسلمات والمؤمنين والمؤمنات اللهم لا تدعنا نذبا في ما قامنا هذا إلا غفرته ولا هما إلا فرجته ولا حاجة هي لك رضا إلا قضيتها يا أرحم الراحمين اللهم يا من وفق أهل الخير للخير وأعانهم عليه وفقنا للخير وأعن علي أرحم الراحمين ربنا لا تزي قلوبنا بعد إذ هديتنا وهب لنا من لدنك رحمة إنك أنت الوهاب ربنا هب لنا من أزواجنا وذرياتنا قرة أعين واجعلنا للمتقين إماما O Allah, we ask you, O Most Merciful, as we enter this new year, we ask you, Ya Allah, that you give us the light and the guidance and the openings of every day and of every night of this upcoming year and for the rest of our lives, Ya Akram al-Akrameen wa Ya Arham al-Rahimeen. Oh Allah, no one, was brought closer to you except by your will and your permission. So we ask you, Ya Allah, just as you have brought your beloved servants closer to you, we ask you, Ya Allah, that you grant us that nearness. We ask you, Ya Allah, that you make this a year of relief and alleviation and openings and of the spread and the dissemination of the lights of guidance into the hearts of our brothers and sisters all over the world. Ya akram al akramin wa ya arham al-rahimeen We ask you, Ya Allah, we have seen and all of humanity has seen that we are not as powerful as we thought we were. That we are arrogant and we are now humbled before you. We ask you, Ya Allah, just as you have humbled our hearts in preparation for guidance, that you... Complete our guidance for us and that you perfect our guidance for us. Ya Akram al Akramin wa ya Arham al Rahimin. And that you open these hearts to the lights of nearness and that you give them of the blessings of what you have and what is with you. Ya Akram al Akramin wa ya Arham al Rahimin. We ask you all of that in gentleness and goodness and mercy and benefit. And we ask you, Ya Allah, for a good seal at the end of our lives. And that the greatest day of our existence is the day that we meet you. Ya Akram al-Akrameen wa Ya Arham al عباد الله ان الله امر بثلاث ونهى عن ثلاث ان الله يأمر بالعدل والاحسان وإيتاء ذي القربى وينها عن الفحشاء والمنكر والبغي يعظكم لعلكم تذكرون فاذكروا الله العظيم يذكركم واشكروه على نعمه يزدكم ولا ذكر الله اكبر